All right, Peter. So how are you doing, dude? I'm all right, man. What about you today? I'm all right. I like I said, I only got two hours of sleep from last night. <laughs> now I'm kind of surviving here. Um, drank like four cups of coffee. Oh damn, that's, that's it's good. slowly fading out though. As you know, I'm a tea guy myself. I'm not a tea big guy. Coffee, you know. Um, why do you like tea? I don't know. It's just like more calming, and there's like okay. different kinds, right? So you can get like you need energy, you get some black tea. If you need like, if like I'm trying to go to sleep, get some white tea or green tea. Like it's kind of soothing. You can change it up. It's not. I, always I just don't energy. even know. There's so many teas out there. Yeah, it's all You're one right. plant too, which is crazy. It's all the same plant. It's just different like methods. Seriously. Yeah, yeah. That is crazy. What's your favorite? Um, probably jasmine. It's jasmine. Green, tea? It's a green tea. Yeah. It sounds like jasmine rice. <laughs> I mean, it's from China. Oh, it is? Yeah, it's, they oh. use jasmine flowers. I should know. That's the wow. scent. <laughs> That's crazy. When did you, like, start looking into tea and stuff? Because normally in America, people just drink coffee. It's yeah. the norm, you know? Well, it was when I was in uh, college, actually, freshman year. Because I noticed, like, I didn't like coffee, and I really liked the taste of coffee. Like, now I'm okay with it. But okay. I got to freshman year of college at 8 a.m., Math 141, so that's integral oh, calculus. Yeah. 8 a.m., yeah, Willard man. Building. So it was, like, all the way across campus. I would be waking up at 7.30. I went to bed at, like, 2, because, you okay. know, yeah. freshman year of college. And it's just Too fucking... <laughs> it was terrible. And so I was like, I need some caffeine. I don't like coffee. So I'd go down to the commons, and I would get some tea. And I'm like, you know what? I actually like this tea. And then I would just keep drinking it. And then I just went... And then I just spiraled. And now I just like to try different kinds of tea. It's like... Uh, Does tea also give you the magic to, like, figuring out those philosophy and stuff? Sometimes it's nice. <laughs> you know, you're thinking, uh, you sip in some tea, and you, like, just think about something. Yeah. You know? What do you usually like, think about in terms of philosophy? Let's change the direction a little bit here. All right. Well, um, usually, like, I used to think about death a lot. You do? Okay. I, yeah, I used to. I stopped. Like, I came to terms with it once in a while. Like, okay. Because you always used to be like, you know, what happens after? Like, what's the point of life? You're just going to die. But then I figured out, you that know, it's true. like, you just got to live your life. You can't worry Kinda about true. it. Yeah, people, a lot of people fear of death. A lot of people I know, and sometimes they, they over worry about it. And yeah, well, I think that a, kinda, yeah. a lot of people are scared of failure too. They're scared of like that's the problem with death is they think about mm-hmm. oh it's a whole like if what if I get there and I'm not like successful. Right. So I think that's what part of it is. But um, when I think about that, have you ever heard of the philosopher Alan Watts? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So he has this whole thing. He's like he, very. He's like. Is he? What kind of religion is he? He's like Taoism. He was. Or he was a Taoist. Like Taoist. Yeah. yeah, yeah okay. Which I, I think it's a great philosophy, honestly. You think so? But um, huh. I liked what he said. He said it best when he was saying um about life. He was saying it's sort of a playful thing. How everyone is always everyone always analogizes life as a journey where it's like the end right so but that's the whole point of a journey no, is the end i remember that i remember listening to that it's it's all about the journey it's how you get there yeah right? it's like if if that's why he calls it playful because like you play music it's like if people would interesting people would hear music it's like you don't hear music just for the end you hear right. it because of like you know parts of it like that's not the end is not the point it's like the dance it doesn't really matter where you start where do you end up like where do you end up with like the fun is like in the middle. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's from moving around. It's well, from that's what he thinks about. Like we've our society has made life so like uh, compartmentalized, where it's like you're in first grade, second grade, third grade, you're all the way up, and it's like oh, and all this time this thing is coming, it's very like, structured. this this it's success very structured. is coming, yeah. and then one day you wake up in your mid forties, you're like wait a second, I'm successful, but it's like I don't feel any different. Yeah, it's because that that wasn't the point. The whole point is like on the way. You know, it's like that's you're so learning true. things. What's well, like your um 
what do you enjoy the most in life since we talked about that like it's all about journeys so. i mean i definitely enjoy like uh definitely like what i study which is en- aerospace aerospace because i like because yeah. basically like, i just the first thing i got interested in was uh, astrophysics really but i realized ah. i'm not i'm not exactly yeah, smart, smart enough <laughs> so i'm like Dude, you know what it's hard if you really want to like, like dig deep like i don't think a lot of people can handle that. It's not for everybody. No, it's not. You have to get a doctorate too. I wasn't about to go to school for like eight years. Yeah. So, commitments. Yeah. You know, different commitments. Yeah, but I still like. I might get a minor in it. Okay. Um, because I like it a lot. But interesting. But it's like things like that, like astronomy, that yeah. I like to think about. Uh, things that I enjoy, like martial arts, like you said, taekwondo. Like I love doing that. Like that's something I genuinely like doing. I like fighting. A lot of people think it's violent, which is a weird thing. Like I find taekwondo like oh it's like a so violent thing. I'm like it's not violent when you're sparring with something like that's your friend you're sparring with but it's more of just like a it's like a chess game but it's like really fast paced <laughs> that's how I think about it because you're well, always back thinking and, yeah it's back and forth yeah it's like how can I get a point on this guy you know that's yeah. what you always think about and it's not really violent it's just like you're not trying to kill the other person you're just what's like the um, most uh, stereotypical thing when people think of Taekwondo well I think besides it's violent besides violence I think yeah. they think it's more Difficult than it is because huh. they think they think only certain people can do it. And it's not like anyone can do it You just have to literally try and it's like no, you're not you're not you might not be like the guys on like it might not know, be great You might not be I don't know if you've seen the recently the the World Taekwondo Federation their their Korean team They had, like their demo team yeah. like those guys are doing flips and breaking boards and stuff and they're doing and they're, like It's crazy. I'm like look you might not be like that but you can still learn self-defense. You can still, like... That is true. If you put dedication into and work into it, like, you can become good at it. And you don't have to be the best. You don't have to even like fighting. You can just like it for the self-defense aspect, or you can like it for the form aspect, or just... Um, it's a good workout, you know? Like, there's tons of reasons. It's... When you pick up something, it's not always... Like, sometimes, like, our body, our mind, our just, like, structure has, like, some limitations. And we need to be aware of that and uh, knowing that where it's going to take us, knowing that it's okay to have a limit, but um, it is more important to try our best, trying to approach the limit, mm-hmm. you know? That's interesting. Um, how do you like the Taekwondo club that you are at right now, at, at, at Penn State right now? I mean, I like it. It's yeah. just we had a lot of... We had a lot of drama issues actually last oh, really? year, so it's more like so it's like that's why like, things kind of fell down. I mean, we're still doing well. We still we're getting new members, you know. Do you like your people? Yeah, no, we're yeah. good. We're good people. I mean, okay. I like because we're all we all like Taekwondo too. So there's no one that's just like oh, like I don't really come for the parties or anything. It's just like people like no, it's like there's people like they genuinely like doing Taekwondo. They like being there. And I think it's a I'm special bond that like between people after you guys fight, after you guys like no, grapple and uh, whatever, you know. Yeah, because it's like something like. Like, it's not something you would genuinely do with someone. Like, you know, it's like, like, I guess, like, yeah, playing, or, like, playing a basketball game with someone that could be analogous to it. But fighting, the great thing about fighting is that everything's on you. So if you lose, it's all on you. And if you win, that was all you. Like, you get all the glory. You know, it's like a, that's how it kind of works. Kind of egotistic in a way, but. It is egotistic, but it's also humbling. Because if you, if you lose, and you're, um, and you're like, you know. You're kind of an asshole about it. If you're right. like, oh, you know, I lost. It's the bullshit. It's the ref. Like, people are going to come down to you. Like, dude, shut the fuck up. Like, you yeah. lost. You're the only reason you lost. True. Like, 
And that's a, that's always kind of humbling because like you have to know and you have to have the respect for the other person. It's like, all right, you know what? You bested me. You have that respect. Speaking of that, I think humbling is like so important. Like, oh, yeah, humility? I've, yeah, I've talked about it like in other um, episodes of my podcast. Humbling, it's like very... I'm gradually learning this too, but like humbling is in a way another... It's a sign of showing your strong, like strong mm-hmm. strength. Because it's holding back. Yeah, it's holding back. It's, it's knowing that, oh, I can fuck you up, but I'm not going to do it. Mm-hmm. But, hey, if you touch me, I can fuck you up. Yeah, it's a lot easier to let go of your emotions and just to go ramp it on someone and just, you know, That's really true. chew them out. It's a lot It's a lot easier to do that than remain silent in the face of aversion. That is you know? true. Yeah. Dude, that's pretty deep. Like, were you always like that? Like, growing up, or...? I think it's actually part of... Uh, growing up, like, I was... I grew up Catholic, right? Oh, okay. Catholic church, so... Obviously, like, now I'm, I'm not Catholic still, but um, there was one good lesson that I definitely learned from them. What, what is that? And that was always to, like, uh, to bear your cross. Which is kind of like, because, you know, Jesus, like, walked up the mountain with the cross. And right. that was the thing. It's like, he could have, he had all these followers. He could have said, like, oh, kill the Romans or attack the Romans. But he didn't. He was like, he was like they're going to kill me. He's like, I'm going to take whatever they're uh, throwing at me. So that's what I kind of picked up from that. It was it's kind of like. being, like, very, I don't know, like, it's a suffering concept, right? Yeah, it's, it's like, a suffering like, concept. It's like a responsibility thing. And it's mixed with, like, you know, like. Also, Life's gonna suck. Life's I'm gonna just gonna suck. do it. I'm just gonna. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's also another reason. Like, I'm a believer in karma, because mm. I believe like if you do good things, good things are gonna happen to you. Really? I don't believe karma, dude. I believe. Really? Well, I shouldn't say I don't believe in karma. I think karma just happens way too fast. I, I believe there's like an en- like energy in this planet, mm-hmm. in this earth, okay. on this earth. Whatever you put out positively you will receive like it, like if you if you provide a net positive energy you know sometimes mm-hmm. obviously you're gonna provide a little bit of negatives if yeah, your I mean, day is fucked you're whatever. human yeah you're, you're not yeah, perfect yeah, yeah. <laughs> so like if you put in the net positive energy you should be able to receive a net positive energy at the end yeah that's what I believe yeah, but I mean, karma just kinda like oh if I do, do this maybe the next day I get fucked I don't think it's gonna be that soon but I think mm-hmm. you'll probably get fucked another day, well, not the second day. I can kind of say, I kind of see what you're saying. You kind of believe in like a long-term karma. Yeah. Which is yeah. what I kind of think about too. It's like, I feel like if I put the energy in now, I might reap the, like, if I like help someone with right. something like just random. And a lot of times, a lot of people don't realize this, like one small act of kindness can oh, do a lot right. for someone. Oh, have no idea. It's usually the small gestures. It's always yeah. the small gestures will give you the biggest reward in, in your life. I know this one dude, I think I was like working, um, I was working in the public commons, mm-hmm. you know, like I, basically my job was like scoop food in a bowl and just give it to people yeah. and stuff. And this one guy just came up to me and, and he was like, hey, can I get some egg whites? Then I give him like more than average amount of egg whites. I okay. Like, yeah, dude, you look <laughs> pretty big. You know, I was just playing around with them. I was like, yeah, dude, you look pretty big. You need those protein. And then we... We're friends. We're, oh, we're really? like friends now. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, it's fucking amazing. Cause like, you never know. You just never know. Mm-hmm. And how like how we connect with each other after uh, the public comments was just like we were. I think we were at the gym, and mm-hmm. this one, this guy just came up to me. He's like, "Hey, do you like do you 
uh, working in Apollo Commons. Like, I think I saw you there. I was like, oh, yeah, you're right. Connect. <laughs> it, was, it was weird, but yeah. It turns out he's actually, he was actually like the, uh, the dodgeball captain. Really? Like, um, yeah. The club dodgeball team? I, th- I think it's club dodgeball. Oh, okay. Or okay. club handball. I might be wrong. I think it's dodgeball. I'm pretty sure it's dodgeball. Yeah, I mean. He graduated, though, unfortunately. No, but yeah, it's like weird things happen like that on college. You know, you just meet yeah, someone. Just, you meet someone. And it's like, like oh, let me get It's like us, dude. Talk. Think about it. Like, we were. Yeah. We're, um, Cam. Cam. Cam 110. Fucking Cam, dude. I hate that class. <laughs> what, what was her name? Um, Albany. Albany. Oh, my God. Yeah. She's a quite a lady. She she was nice. She was nice. Condescending though, in a way. I used to mess with her sometimes. Really? <laughs> yeah. I would, oh, do you remember? Like I was like always late to class, and I turned the class. <laughs> yeah, turning the homework at the last minute because like I never do my homework on time. Like I always crush. Like yeah. I always crash with homework at the end of it. Yeah. Yeah. I used to always ask her, um, like just for the answers. Oh yeah. And she wouldn't give them to me, but I'd be like, come on, like what what about what about this one? Are you are you sure? Are you sure? And she's like, no, I can't give you the answer. I'm like, ah. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what a time to be alive, dude. Yeah. Man. Yeah, it's a, it's a quite class. Um, yeah. So going back to the topic though, it's like it's one of those things, you know. It's like you never know what's gonna happen, but you just gotta keep walking forward and no, see yeah. where it leads. I mean, honestly, I, and it really takes courage to do that, you know, not to have any self doubt, mm-hmm. be able to say like, oh. You know, doing a little bit small gesture to like nice things to to random people, mm-hmm. and you have this expectation or even this thought that you would probably get something nicer back. And I think yeah. it's important. Well, I think a lot of times too is like, um, like this is a crazy like anecdote from last year. Um, so yeah. I like going all through high school. Yeah. I had a lot of like self esteem issues. Where I was just like, you do. Like I oh, used to. I used you don't to look like one, dude. You don't <laughs> look like you have self esteem issues. Well, I used to. I was just like when I was in high school. I don't know. I went to like a weird high school. I guess. Sure. Because I, I only had 160 people in my grade. Dude, I had a 70 people in my class. Oh, so you went to an even smaller one. In my class. Yeah. Oh. Well, oh yeah 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 in my class. So you. Oh, oh, in I grade. Like, in grade, in yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, I went to small school. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was just like weird though. I don't know. I just didn't like. I mean, of course, I had like a few good friends. You probably didn't vibe with the people. Yeah, I just didn't vibe with the people. I thought yeah. I thought I was like, I'm like, am I really weird? Like all the time. And then I came here. I'm like, okay, no, there are people that are like more than this. So that's why I, I started. Yeah. Becoming, like, I became more of myself into college. You know. Yeah. But it's yeah. like that was like a few things, like just meeting people and people just saying like random things. It was just like, you know. It would just get my confidence up, you know, just someone saying like a nice compliment that I didn't think about before. Hmm. Like interesting, yeah, interesting. Um, yeah, because like we, like people, especially like in modern days, like we have this issue that's like we always try to satisfy uh, people around us, mm-hmm. and we sometimes forget the bigger picture, knowing the fact that actually. It really doesn't matter what the people around you are thinking about you, because mm-hmm. like the world is huge, the society is like fucking big. There's like, eight billion people. You're gonna find someone <laughs> have like similar minded, similar minded as you, and all you gotta do is you just gotta stay true to yourself. Yeah. So. Well, I always think about it this way. I'm like, look, obviously I don't want anyone to hate me, but yeah. if there's someone that does hate me, I'm like, you know what? There's. Eight billion other people in this world. Like it's fine. Can, like, it's one out of eight billion. It's, it's, it's like, completely fine. <laughs> the chance that I see this person again is so minimal. 
That is true. Also, it's college. Like, if you don't want to see him, just don't, you know, just... Yeah. Oh, there are sometimes, there are those, like, sometimes awkward situations where it's just, like, you're at a party and you see this person that you know doesn't like you and, like, and you just, it's, like, a small party and you're like, oh, oh shit, God. what do I do now? Time to leave, bro. Uber back. Just <laughs> Uber, Uber back. back home. That's crazy. Yeah. College party. I think we should have, a, like, a episode talking about college parties because it's very unique social dynamics it is also there's different kinds there's a lot of people don't think about yeah. also there's a big stereotype i feel like with adults and children like between like adults and college kids right yeah adults like oh you guys are just like like, Dumbasses. like you guys are drinking there's like a bunch of binge drink like at least a Penn State, like that stuff's very controlled and people always talk about like the drinking age and stuff right so it's like um i believe it's, it should be 18 yeah, I mean, same dude. Same. It's either it's either everything should be eighteen or everything should be twenty one. Cause it's like yeah, it's kind of dumb. So like you can't. I can. You're considered to be adult. Yeah. Like, but you can't drink. Like what? It's like it's like I just I question this. I'm like, look, I can go to Walmart and buy a gun, but I cannot go and drink a beer. Yeah, if I drink a beer, I will get fucked. But. Buying gun, oh, that's fine. We'll trust you with a weapon that can kill multiple oh, people, like, but we can't trust you with yeah. a beer. It's like a dumbass Same thing with, like, smoking. Policy. Same thing with, like, smoking. Like, yeah. smoking cigarettes, and, like, if you're 18, you're completely fine. But if, you know... Yeah, well, like, in New Jersey now, it's 21. Oh, really? It used to be 19, and then they... For smoking? Yeah, for smoking, for smoking and then they cigarettes? changed it to 21. Interesting. E- each state's different, then. Yeah, that's each, what it is, right? I don't yeah. know, because I, I don't smoke, so... The alcohol, tobacco, and firearms is, like, a big... Lobbyist here, so well, I mean, they uh, it's hard because the whole thing with like bro, alcohol, at the end of the day, dude, it's all business at the end of the day, exactly. I mean, the reason they moved alcohol to 21 in most states is because, well, I mean, all states, it's just because there's a law that was passed that said if the drinking age isn't 21 in your state, we will cut your highway funding. The federal what? government will cut your highway funding, that's why it's 21. So, oh, so it's like so. State government is like, oh, okay. Fuck. We need the highway funding, so it's like we, we need the infrastructure. It. Do it for the infrastructure. And it was all because of uh, the mothers against drunk driving. That was a big thing because like people kept dying in drunk driving accidents. But I feel like they actually made they didn't make the drunk driving problem worse, but they made Under the drinking age, problem. Drinking problem. Because that was the thing. It's like back when it was like you're 18. It's like oh, it was like you could walk out of high school and you just go into like a bar and have a beer. With your friends, like you, it wasn't like this secretive thing where it's like, oh, I have to like drink a lot really now, so like, I go to drunk. your apartment, like you know, yeah, go, go to, to some, apartment, go to some basement, yeah, go to some random basement, yeah. It's like something stupid, and it's like they made the problem worse. And I feel like a lot of people, like, like we have had actually a good education, yeah, so far as it comes to, like drunk driving, because we we have like back then it's like people were like, oh, you would only hear about like in the news, but right. now we have education. It's like drunk driving is like a stupid thing. You're gonna die if you do it. I it's think like, it's about creating this environment, like, I would say like judging environment, but more mm-hmm. like a check and balance environment. That's okay. the same, like, if one one friend's like, yeah, dude, I'm kind of drunk, I'm just going to drive home, and the other friend will stand up and be like, dude, don't be, don't be fucking stupid, you know? Yeah, like, we have that. Creating this environment, like, I think we, ha- we, we have it now, so, mm-hmm. like, it's great. It's better than ever before. Yeah, because we have all these, we have all these things on, like, say, like Facebook, Instagram, like, like, you will see these terrible accidents. You're like, I can't. Knowingly let someone I know like, that, yeah. do that because it's not you're not a danger to yourself you're a danger to other people. To other people. And I think people understand that now at least more than more than before. before more than before yeah. So I mean that's why I mean I, think I don't know I, I really think they should lower the age to eighteen too like it's dumb. It's really dumb yeah, yeah I mean dumb. also they're missing out on a lot of money 
Which is one thing. Yeah. They don't understand. It's like, you can make a lot of money off that age group. <laughs> so weird, dude. Yeah. Weird times to be alive. <laughs> weird times to be alive. Um, all right. We're supposed to talk about philosophy, right? We're I know. We're, we're going to derail that. It's a, it's a natural flow. Uh, yeah. Of course, keep it flowing. What do you think? What is love? What is love? Yeah. See, I'm like so just, I don't know about that one. You know? You know? I don't know. I've never... I don't think I've ever been in love. I mean, I might have been. I definitely have felt what I thought was love, but I definitely don't think it, it was. Ooh. You know? It's like just one of those things... Do you like, do my sharing? Do you my sharing experience It's like with too, us? It's too long of an experience to go through, but I don't know. It's just... We got time. It conf- <laughs> <laughs> we got time. It confuses me, honestly. I think it's just... Long story short. There's, there's long like, story short. Uh, basically, I like this girl, okay. and I thought she was perfect, right? But then I realized at one point, I was like, you know what? Have you ever heard of the halo effect? Yes. Yeah, yes. I was like, I realized she's that that probably was... like super hot and pretty, and yeah. then kind of covers up all her like our, all her flaws, and you kind of just like looked at her, like judge her, everything by her appearance. Yeah. Yeah, but like the personality, whatever. Well, because when I when I first met her, I was like, oh shit, like I couldn't find a flaw in her. I'm like, I thought she was like funny, hilarious, and then I was like, ah. and then eventually I realized ah, a few dude. months in, I was That's... like, I was like, wait a second. I can't find a flaw in her. I'm like, of course this girl has flaws. Like, I just gotta look for it, and I looked for it. I'm like, found one like instantly. I was like, oh, okay. What was it? Oh, it was she just like she. Shower? She just. <laughs> she doesn't shower. No, she just make really stupid decisions. You know, I'm a person that think very logically about things. That's why we're engineers. Yeah. Yeah, and I and she just didn't, and I was like, wow, she makes some really just dumb. She's probably very emotional in a way. More of an emotional person. Yeah, I can't, I can't do that. Yeah. That's why I'm just like fucking, I'm going to try to work on myself. Gotta find the right balance. You gotta find the right balance, bro. Yeah. yeah. I find like, um, I've gotten to the point where it's just like, it's college, I don't need a girlfriend right now. Really? I'm going wor- to work on myself and then I was uh better. Yeah, this, this one quote from this book I, I was reading, it's like, you have to understand what is I before saying I love you. Yeah, I mean, you gotta so love like, yourself before you can love someone else. Absolutely, like your life has to be interesting, with or even without mm-hmm. the one person, like you know, right next to you or anything. Yeah, I mean, I think a lot of it's about, um, like, feeling insecure too. Like, if you feel insecure and you try to like love someone, try else, to solve this insecurity by dragging someone else in your life. <laughs> yeah, that's no, kind of fucked. You're gonna, yeah, that is kind of fucked. That your guy's not going anywhere. It's gonna end up really poorly because you're gonna be like. Oh, is she cheating on me? It's like, oh, who's this guy? You're and hurting someone else too. You're hurting yeah. that person too. You're yeah. not only hurting your yeah. It's just it ends up terribly. So I'm yeah. like, you know, just wait till I have a life, and then I can work on it. Or like amazing life, not amazing, but like you know what I mean. Like no, it's actually funny. I said or just timing has to be right. Too. There, there's sometimes I think about um, after college. I'm like, yeah. sometimes I can't wait to get after college. It's like a weird thing to say, you know? Ooh, dude, I kind of want to stay. Well, I don't want to stay here forever. I think it's a very safe. It's a very safe zone. But at the same time, okay, it's boring. Yeah, I want to get out of here. <laughs> Not think about it. Yeah, I want to get out of there's here. There's some things. It's like I want. I can't wait to have a job of my own. Like right. get money, and I can just like have time to do things that I want. Like I can go and travel. I can go and like, I can you know learn the martial arts I want to do. I can work out like three hours a day if I want to. Yeah, if, even dude, those are great job. days, dude. Just like you go to the fucking gym, dude. Just ripped out like six <laughs> hours, dude. Like, fuck it. I just gotta get a gym where it's like uh, the the thing I hate about like these pets. I mean, I, they're obviously not gonna give us a heavy bag, but I really like having a heavy bag at home. 
because uh, I, I hit that shit all the time and it's so fun. What's it's heavy bag like. It's just a hanging. Hey, oh, hanging okay, bag. heavy bag. Sandbag? Just, have you ever done? Yeah, because I did Taekwondo before too. Like what we did, we we had a fucking sandbag, dude. Because yeah. like, it's it's a different texture, it's a different feeling. Well, there's a, there's sand in it, but I think there's also like there's like metal weights in it to make it heavier. Because there's like there's, it's like hundred. That's pounds. hardcore shit, dude. Yeah, it's actually like, fucked. That's one gonna of the, broke your. That's gonna of, break your fucking toes. One of the metal things, like they're supposed to be in the center, right yeah. in the middle of it, but one of them shifted to the edge. So there's this one part where if you just punch, it's just like. Hey, there you go. <laughs> bye bye. <laughs> Yeah, Crazy. I mean, I, it, luckily it's at the bottom, so like I don't kick there. I kick like head level. Okay. So fair, fair. Yeah. Sometimes I'll punch it though, just can to I, see. Can, like, can't have you, yeah, dude. My my leg flexibility is gone. It's like completely gone. Oh, it's something you can lose. You can get it back though. You just gotta work. Oh, on really? It. Well, there's a thing. I, I heard a theory that's like you, if you stretch them out really well before age eight, like the younger they start stretching, <laughs> the better it is later yeah. on. Yeah. Well. There was a thing, um, the type of Taekwondo I, I learned is called Juni Taekwondo. Okay. And he does this thing where, uh, you can look it up online, it's just Juni it? stretching, right? What is it's it? Just, it's a daily dozen exercise. And basically he does these, there's like eight to ten stretches at one point of it. Juni. No, Juni. Juni. I got it. All right. So J-H-O-O-N. Yeah. And he does this whole, um... He does this whole oh, daily dozen exercise, and I actually told my friend who was in Taekwondo Club, I'm like, yeah, yeah, man, just do this stretching every day for three weeks. And after he did the stretching, like before he could only kick to my waist, yeah, he was getting, like, to, he was getting up to my shoulder, oh, yeah. Shoulders. That's and good. I'm like, it's like it's definitely possible to be flexible. We just gotta put in the time and the effort, you know. Dude, like, not my, to brag or anything, dude. I was able to kick someone's head. Yeah. Like literally, fucking kill somebody just by the fucking kick. I mean. And now I can only go like here, somebody's knees. That's about it. Yeah, I mean, it's fucked. Like but. my, and it's another thing too. Like I guess like because we're still young, we can still do. Um, yeah, going back to topic. We can still stretching. Yeah. yeah, it's just like when you're, like my my uh, instructor who's like seventy five now, he can still do a full split. Really? Yeah. Dude, crazy. <laughs> it's like these guys are, are made for that. It's like, it's like when you just keep doing it, you're. You gotta find your right passion. Gotta yeah. find the passion. Yeah, exactly. Like. Gotta have the passion for it. Yeah. Crazy. All right. Ne- next topic. What do you think? Like, what gives life meaning? I believe people give life meaning. I believe you give. I think so too, dude. Your, your I really life think. meaning. Because what do you think about? I think, dude, I think at the end of the day, it's all about people. People who surrounded you. Mm-hmm. How you feel about interacting with them? Yeah. This positive vibes. This. You know, like this warm feeling that you get from like helping out with others and people help you out and stuff. Yeah. Social exchange, that's what I like to call it. Mm-hmm. I think it's, all, yeah. Well, I mean, I always think about, have you ever heard of, uh, you know who Carl Sagan is? How? He's an, he's an astrophysicist from the 70s. So Carl. Yeah, he did the original Cosmos series. And he has uh, this speech, it's called The Pale Blue Dot. This guy? Yeah. Um, Carl Sagan. Okay. And basically, he has a speech called "The Pale Blue Dot," where he's just talking about it's like there's, it's from a, it stems from a picture of the Earth when there was a spacecraft. I think it was the first explorer spacecraft. I, I don't know if I'm right on that, but okay. they took a picture of Earth, and you just see in a sunbeam, you see Earth, and it's just pale blue dot. And basically, the the theme of the speech is like this is where everyone you know, everyone who has ever lived, has lived out their entire lives. 
on that small speck of dust. We're small, bro. And it's like, when you think about that, it's like, you can say, oh yeah, life has no meaning. It's like we're just floating out here in space. But it's like, if you think about it that way, then what's the point of anything? It's about per- perspectives. Yeah, it's all about perspective. It's all about Rel- what you... Relativity. Like, you know, <laughs> yeah, how like you want to compare yourself to. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you give yourself meaning. It's like what you do. I just believe... And everybody has different feeling, um, different meanings. I really believe. No, so, yeah, everyone you know, because it's like what someone else's. I believe that's the joy. It's like the whole point of life is just be not necessarily to be happy, but just find something you like doing, and uh, just keep do on that. doing it. Yeah, because it's like there's no point in doing like a lot of people will always say. Uh, I'd actually did a whole speech for this in my cat, uh, my cast. Yo, class. cast one hundred A. Yeah, yeah. Um, where it's just about how like. A lot of people nowadays, like, where their education system, I, like, stuck with the education system part, but right. I was, like, part of it was that a lot of times teachers would tell the students, like, oh, like, yeah, you could do this, but, like, if you want to take a safe option, like, you know, like, go to, like, a safety school or have this, it's, like, well, what if you don't want that? Like, then you're never going to succeed and you'll just be stuck to this 9-to-5 job that you fucking hate and, you know, you come home for the weekends. It's, I like, that's, agree with you, what kind of a life yeah. is that? There's yep. no meaning there. You're just... You're just, just a just fucking robot. You're just a fucking robot. Like, yeah. Fucking AI, dude. Yeah. And, and it's uh, it's, a, it's just sad that that like has to happen sometimes. I really think that this society gives us structure. A structure sometimes is very good. It's good mm-hmm. and it's very good. It's good for know? productivity. Yeah. However, whatever it's, whatever that's great, better than, better than good, right? Mm-hmm. It comes from. Destruction comes from creativity. Comes from destroying those structured stuff. Mm-hmm. Finding a new way to improve yourself. Finding a new way to do something you like. Mm-hmm. But again, like it takes a lot of courage to like say, "Oh, fuck this safety school. I'm going somewhere else." Or like, yeah. "Fuck college. I'm not going to college." Well, the the greatest people never said, "I can't do this." They That's were they true. were not afraid of failure. If you look at, I'll give you two examples. Okay. So. One is Steven Spielberg. He got rejected from film school, uh, I think it was either three or four times. He Seriously. got rejected from... Steven Spielberg, one of the best directors, got I didn't know that. rejected from film school multiple times. And it's just... Second you know, example is Michael Jordan, right? I actually wasn't going to go there. That's a good one. But, but Michael Jordan is a good one, too. A different one is um, yeah, Jack, Jack Ma. He's oh, the, he's the uh, Alibaba, right? Yeah, he Alibaba owns Alibaba. CEO, yeah. He was like... For the first like eighteen years, like they the, the the government couldn't find a job for him. Like no one wanted him to like to he like, was do a anything. teacher for a bit too. Yeah, and then he was just like, and the crazy thing is like that guy's ugly as fuck. <laughs> that guy's ugly as fuck, dude. But he has more money than this <laughs> school probably. Oh yeah, he, he has more money than some countries' GDP probably. <laughs> yeah, honestly, and it's like that. See, the guy, looks is not the look is not permanent. You know, no, it's the, not. The look doesn't really matter. No, it doesn't. Oh, I mean, it helps, but it helps. It really I matters mean, is the mind. You gotta be strong. You well, know? you gotta be strong. Also, you gotta be you gotta be smart, or at least know how to work people. Like, you think Donald Trump is Bruh. attractive? Hell no. Nah, Donald but he knows how to work a crowd. That's true. And that's why he's, he's very good at like manipulating. Oh yeah. How to like? He's very good at tapping in people's anger, which is a really easy way to get people to like, do things is to tap in their anger. Yeah. But like. He does it really well. He's very like sentimental too. He's very like. Well, he he taps into very much the older generation of America. Yeah. Where he's yeah. like, oh, not remember, as good as like. Remember yeah. how great it was, and it's like, well, 
it was in some aspects, but in other aspects, it wasn't that great. There were a lot of problems back then. Fucking racism, you know, it yeah, wasn't well, as, yeah. That's another there thing. There a lot of issues. There are a lot of issues back then. When we go to, like, identity politics and stuff, um, and you have, like, we have, uh, I think it kind of, like, got, it definitely got crazier, of course, in 2016, but, like, sure, sure. it was all leading up to that, and you had things, like, um, with the uh, ever-growing media that just, yeah. like, keeps making these, like, they create, they create rumors and things like that. Like, there's one part where it's like I will respect John McCain right he I think yeah. he's a he was one of our best senators because he there was a, a clip from 2008 during the campaign when he was campaigning for president against Obama and this woman comes up to him this elderly woman she's like she's like but isn't Barack Obama a Muslim and he's like no man he's like she's not he's not he's like he's like no he's like I don't know where you heard that yeah he's like he's not a Muslim he's a good family man and I respect him he's just a he's just another American who I happen to have disagreements with and I think that's the way politics should be. It should be. It should Compassionate, be. Compassionate, understanding. Yeah, yeah exactly. It's like, don't. And that's what the problem with the, the news media. They just keep yeah. throwing rumors out there because they want views because it's a dying medium. Yeah, the views, dude. Yeah, and it's, it's sad. a cloud, dude. It's a cloud. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, me and Brad, we were talking about this the other day. Uh, Brad is uh, another friend of mine. Um, I had him on the podcast. Talking about like nowadays, a lot of social media, it's all just pure business. Mm-hmm. Even the press nowadays, it's just, you know, it's, uh, yeah, people it's, start uh, losing their um, authenticity. Authentic, right? Authenticity, yeah. And just like they, whatever they do, more views, mm-hmm. more thumbs ups, you know? Yeah, it's all what it's about. And, I mean, I, I don't necessarily enjoy this kind of culture though. It just kind of, it's very fluffy. It's yeah, very, it's very fluffy. Super, we, have, yeah. we have a less informed culture now. With all, I mean, there are too, way too much information. Yeah, it's like it's like you don't know which one is real, which one is not. Yeah, and the problem is people don't know how to discern that. Yeah. Like when we were learning, I don't know if you had this, but in my schools, in yeah, my public schools, we had a um, this this class where it was like a research class, or whatever, during middle school, and it'd be like, how to use Google. I'm like, I know how to use Google. Right. Obviously. Right. But it's like, why can't you tell me? Teach me, like, I don't know, maybe some things are fake and some things are real and how to discern them and how to do that. But it's like, no, they're, like, teaching us how to use Word, which for, like, older people, that's fine. Like, I don't expect my parents, like, my parents, like, first got a computer, I don't expect them to know how to use Word. But I grew sure. up with this, so it's like, why is a teacher Stop. who I know how, I know more than this, why is she teaching me this? Ooh, that's a, point, that's a good point, dude. That's a good point. Like. That is a good point. Yes. Yeah. And it's not like I'm the only one. It's like, Everyone in our generation knows how to use a computer. It's just easy. It just comes naturally to us. It's not like a thing. We've that's just a money loss, bro. Like that's you know what I mean. Like it, it, those teachers just getting overpaid right there. Like it's n- not necessary at all. Like you yeah. know what I mean. That's crazy. Yeah. Um, computer class. <laughs> yeah, they're pretty dumb to be honest. They just remember just learn how to type. I'm like, I know how to type. I rem- do. I, I took that class too, like when I was uh, in elementary school, I think. Yeah, and one of fourth the, grade. There used to be this yeah, like a stupid game, like yeah, you play, like fucking. It was like I think yeah. it had like monkeys in it or something, but it was like press Q five times. You just go, you just press Q five times. And you have to be fast. You have to be fast, and you have to use this specific finger because if you don't use this finger, then it's all wrong. And it's like what? Dude, I never <laughs> do do type with the proper way to type, or you don't. Dude, I, don't know I if always it's a pro- just I just always go this, dude. Like, I don't I just, know if it's a proper way to type, but I just type however. Like, like I'll go like like I'll do one two, but actually no, I don't do the proper way because the proper way would be like. like yeah, you know, and just, it's just, it's way too much, dude. Yeah, I, go I just around. do like this. I go around all the time. Yeah, dude. See, just it's unnecessary structure. Yeah, they go too far. Just it's, it's like too far. It's like things it's we too just annoying. know how it's to do. It's too annoying, dude. 
Yeah, I mean, that's why I think, like, people need some degrees of freedom. People need to figure things out for themselves. That's why I feel like also the, the intelligence of our population is going down. Because people don't ask questions. Ooh, you know? You do think so. Yeah, I think, think it is. Even though people, I guess you could say, are more educated. Um, I don't think like education... That. I don't think knowledge is intellect. I don't it's not. I don't think so, yeah. Because anyone can spit out facts. That's, bro, that's what high school taught us to do. It's like, you memorize this, you spit it out later. Yeah, because gra- I don't think grad- uh, like graduate school is hard. I really don't think graduate school is hard. I don't but know, I've never. Sometimes people, a lot of people are like, yo, I did really poorly in undergrad. I, like, I don't want to go to graduate school. I probably can't survive over there. I don't think so. I think graduate school is just another, mm-hmm. it's more intense, more focused, more micro scale. Yeah. Same type of shit. Yeah, but it's supposed to yeah. be like, I, I believe like intelligence goes with like curiosity. Oh, absolutely. Because people don't think. Like, also, like, when, like, I, yeah. Sorry. I can't fathom yeah, that because when I was when I was always young, there's one story that I have, um, the whole reason why I got into like astrophysics and like, aerospace engineering and stuff like that is because when okay. I went to, I went on a family vacation to Hawaii when I was 10 or 12. Okay. And so my parents went away and I was walking with my brother and sister back to our hotel room. And we were walking up the steps to the second floor, and it's like ever since Hawaii, like you know, all the rooms are outside. It's like you know, true, yeah. You go yeah. out to like the deck. Yeah. It's like it's like it's outside and stuff. And all of a sudden, all the lights go out. And because the island, it was the big island, so it's volcanic. So every the, all the ground is black. The there's no lights on the entire island. It went out for like ten seconds. Seriously, I looked up and I saw more stars than I had ever seen living in suburban New Jersey. You know, it's just like yeah. I was you like, don't, you don't see stars in the city, bro. My, my my mind was blown just for those ten seconds. I I can still like think back and look and just see that moment. I'm like, wow, and that's what actually got me interested in like science. I'm like, wow, there's like a lot of things out there that I don't know about, and you know, maybe there's like more things I can learn. I think people don't ever ask questions like that to themselves. You know, they don't ask, well, why does this do this? You know, I think yeah, people are definitely becoming less curious. Yeah. There's so many structure are providing to us. Yeah. Because there's so much stuff going on. Mm-hmm. And yeah, and I think because of all those structures things, the push of science is more than ever. Is more than ever. Yeah. And the focus on like liberal arts is starts diminishing. And the way they teach liberal arts in college, it's not the right way to do it. No, it's not. It's, it's never about memorizing facts. It's no. never about, you know, I mean, it's all doing like, it the right way, the way that's being told. Yeah, well, also I feel like there's this weird push from people to study certain things. Like, you know, mm. if you go to, like... Um, Interesting. Like uh, like STEM fields. They always push STEM fields, right? Yeah. Like they're trying to because, you know, the you know, U.S. is falling behind other countries. But, sure, um, yeah. It's like you can't push people. If you push someone to do something, like, they might not like like doing it, you know? Yeah. They just might do it because it's like, oh, they're telling me to do this, and this is what, like, all I like, know It's about, very you know? extrinsic. It's not intrinsic, yeah. Yeah, I mean, and also people, like, I know people are going to college for, like, liberal arts. Like, there are some that are like, okay, like, psychology, like, that's a serious thing. Like, you yeah. can you can actually get a degree and do something with that. Like, that's a serious liberal art. But, like, if you're going to, if you're paying $40,000 a year to get a degree in photography or, like, like something like that, I'm just like, I'm sorry. Like, there's better ways to, to do, do that. Uh, I mean, it's it's not a proper way to. I I shouldn't say it's not a proper way. It's not a more efficient way to do it. No, because if you're good at photography, I feel like you would just want to you go. Just, you just skip skip college, man. Just 
do yeah. whatever, you know, or like get if, your portfolio up. Yeah, like, if, if college was cheaper, I could see it, but, like, for $40,000 a year, like, Fuck that, I cannot Fuck see that. anyone, like... Yeah, that's the reason why I do engineering, dude, because, like... You're gonna get your useful. It's useful. It's useful. You know. Yeah. It's practical, but do I really enjoy it? I, nah, dude. No. Every single minute. We do economics too, right? Yeah, I do economics too. But like, yeah, economics is like, I'm more interested in economics. Yes, I I liked economics. I did. I did. Yeah. uh, Macro. But um. But like today, economics is like it's very. I think I've mentioned this before. It's very like, um. Focusing on the numbers instead Mm -hmm. of focusing on the human behavior. Okay. So that's why uh, I think this one professor from University of, of Chicago actually uh, got a no Nobel Peace Prize, uh, no no a Nobel Prize from like getting the message out saying that if economics nowadays should really change its direction, trying to consider more about how humans behave mm-hmm. naturally instead of like a com- like a, like a computer like. Humans a machine, cause like, yeah. cause there are definitely some things I feel like in economics that you could just do by the numbers. There are a few things. Oh, there are a few things like getting the area under the graphs. Like it's pretty easy, you know. But yeah, like, but like or like things like the law of diminishing returns. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. That. But I definitely see where you're coming from too. Where it's like there's a there's a human aspect to it. Cause there's cause the, cause the utility. It's never about the equation. Mm-hmm. It's about like everybody's utility is different. Like, mm-hmm. you couldn't just use the equation to determine it. Well, also, it's more about, because it's usually on, like, a grander scale. Yeah. It's about more about how society reacts and less about the individual person. Right, right. You know? And because people, people do act very differently than the entire society does. You know? Like, or, or people... People are even, weird, bro. People, people are fucking weird. weird. People are weird. There's a lot of weird people out there. Yeah. I mean... You think you're real weird? Nah, just go meet more people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's got to be someone that's just the weirdest. Yeah, exactly. Um, Probably a lot of them are in prison. But you know. Actually, I really think those prisoners are like people who's into um, what's up? What's the place name? I just have this brain fart. Like they lock people up because they're oh like, mental institutions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, they're either fucking geniuses or just they. You know well, I mean, mean, there's a lot of like. I think if they step, they step a little bit. On the side, mm-hmm. they would just become a fucking genius, dude. I mean, I mean, a lot of geniuses were crazy too. Like there was um, what was his name? Have you ever seen the movie A Beautiful Mind? Heard of it? Uh, I forget. I forget what the name of the mathematician was, but he was a Princeton mathematician. He was schizophrenic, sure. and okay. it's um, this guy was extremely smart, but you know he was schizophrenic. And back then, like, they back then they just thought he was like, like they would have just thrown him in the mental institution. But now we have ways to figure out. Trying to figure like, it out what's going on in that. Yeah. Yeah, but um, I mean, it's sad. You know, I mean, this—that's uh, really less—that's less weirdness, and that's less. Some, that's more something they can't control because you're just like born with that. Shit. You're just born with schizophrenia. It's, yeah. That's not something you can like. Uh, a lot of you art. can't control it. Yeah. It's like if I see a hallucination in front of me, like I can't control that it's not there. I can ignore it, but it's fucking hard. I mean, if you it's know, born in you, you know, that's how you're wired. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, and it's sad that that happens sometimes, but. And I really think, like you know, there's there are a lot of art. Or, oh, dude, I'm really slowing the words today. Uh, <laughs> there are a lot of like people who are, who are like really into arts. You know those art artists. Uh-huh. They are. People think they were mental and shit, dude. Well, I mean, Picasso, dude. Like, yeah, well, he's definitely fucking mental. Well, dude. Picasso is kind of. mental. I think he's way too smart for us to understand him. I think he was more nihilistic, honestly. You think so? I think he well, not necessarily nihilistic. Okay. He was just like kind of. 
He was just kind of quirky. I think he liked to fuck. He's with quirky. People. He's I think quirky. He, he liked to fuck with. He people. He enjoyed fucking with people for sure. Yeah, but um, the one who was weird was uh, Van Gogh. Because that's the him, example I was gonna say, like, dude. I that guy's you, fucking talented. I told you I went to uh, Amsterdam uh, last winter. I went to the please the, shared experience. I went to the us. I went to the Van Gogh Museum. Sure. And uh, they have like just all of his paintings, right? And it's like he drew so many self portraits and learning about his life. Like how no one knew he was a famous painter. People thought he was crazy. That's why he cut off his fucking ear. Like self insecurity issues. Well, I don't even know if it's insecurity. I don't even know. Some issues. Some issues. It was definitely he definitely had issues like that, or depression, anxiety, like something. But yeah. um, Under he was appreciation. crazy. Uh, Underappreciation. That type of thing. Yeah. Well, he's he had a whole thing of like his family. His family was supporting him, and then they his did brother, it. His, his brother. His brother. His brother yeah. fucking love. His brother, you know, chose woman over him. Which I can't, I completely understand. I mean, yeah, because right. if you're right. if you're living at the time, and, and it like, just kind of yeah. the guy's not publishing any of his art, and you're like, okay, my brother who is fucking insane that I've been helping, like, yeah, I understand survive his past few years. Yeah, yeah. It's like, huh? Get to a point. <sighs> but dude, he's so talented, dude. He's probably one of my favorites. Mm-hmm. Definitely one of my favorites. Yeah, I mean, are we into like arts and stuff? Or I'm, I always say that the part of my brain that deals with art and music is ninety nine percent music. Because I've always been a musician since I was a kid. Interesting. Like, you know, I played saxophone, guitar, things like that. That's I was cool. like listening to music. That's fucking cool. Yeah. So, How does this experience, like, shape you? Well, what do you think? Well, I definitely like, think... day to day, you know, you, you pick some, something up, you feel like, oh, it's because I learned music when I was young. I don't there, know. There's something. I think, I think people should definitely learn music. Oh, like, absolutely. Like, learn reading music. Or at least explore a little bit, you know? Yeah, because there's a lot of ways, like, you can express your emotion through music. I find, like, if I'm really stressed, right? Sure. Um, some things I like doing is, like, I'll just put my headphones in, I'll put in a B-flat concert uh, backbeat. I'll, like, I'll just go to YouTube, just having, like, B-flat concert backbeat or whatever. Like, it'd be, like, like, a blues thing. And I would just... That's just kind of like a medicine. That's like a medicine. Yeah, you just improvise. It's relaxing. You don't have... You're not, like, worrying about the notes. If you're improvising, you're just playing whatever you want and it's huh. it's just kind of nice it's it's um it's definitely a good experience i think everyone should get into music that's true well i think what you were talking about was really interesting you're talking about the part of a brain like mm-hmm. consists of arts and music and you have music dom- more dominated than arts yeah and i think it's depending on like what type of people you are like sometimes like people mm-hmm. are very sensitive towards um visuals like what yeah. like people say you are a visual learner or you are like mm-hmm. what's the other uh, auditory yeah 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 yeah. Um, yeah yeah that's interesting so like you probably memorize better if you hear it more yeah to I've always more. been more of a memory like a, a hearing okay. a person um interesting but yeah like I, like I feel like you know if you take me to like a museum like I look at an art piece I'll be like cool I don't feel, I don't feel any emotion from it. like there's very few pieces of art really? that like I can look at something and, like feel actual emotion from it. It's just but music is something totally different. I actually noticed too. I don't know. Would you know what frisian is? Frisian? Yeah. No. What is that? It's like this basically scientists have dubbed it what did they call it like a skin orgasm, <laughs> but it just happens when you like listen. Like, Whoa. I've had, I always thought it was normal. One, one of my best friends have it too. It's like if you hear a certain sound at a certain volume, like you'll that'll just happen. Your skin will just feel like it's crawling. And it happens to me all the time. I thought Wait, it was what is it? What is it? It's called frisson. F-R-I-S-S-O-N. Dude, I'm sorry. I, I can't concentrate today. Two S's, O-N. Two S's. Oh, okay. Yeah. Ooh, a thrill. 
Yeah, I always thought it was normal. Ooh. That's why I always like music. I was like, oh, like yeah, bro. Music I, makes you feel good. I was like, I, uh, I thought that was why. <laughs> that is weird because like, I'm completely different. Mm-hmm. I love looking at stuff. Mm. Like, I obviously I love music too, right? Like, who doesn't? Yeah. Of um, but for me, it just like sometimes I want to listen to like really good music. Mm-hmm. I feel good, but I'm very self-aware that I feel. Something's lacking over there. There's mm-hmm. one piece of puzzle. It's just not there. Like, mm-hmm. you get the frown that's like really organized, and you get the end that's really organized. Something in the middle. Just the one piece that's always missing. Mm-hmm. Everything's done right. Everything's perfect. The music's great. It's just one piece. I could yeah. never connecting. Yeah, connecting those puzzles together. Well, you know, too, like growing up, like listening to music and like playing music, studying it. I've always thought, um, like now whenever I listen to a song, like I'll like be able to like dissect the song which I think uh, is cool like I'll I'll notice I'm like oh why does this sound cool it's like oh because they have a backbeat that it's not really prominent but it's still there that's why like when people like oh like why do you play the tuba it's like a tuba is a very like like important instrument you know like people always like like to hate on like those bass instruments but you know it's like <laughs> yeah, they're, they're a very, they play a really important role in the band that's why they that's why they survive in a fucking band because they're <laughs> fucking important you know yeah, everything comes for a reason you need the bass player yeah no matter how yeah. much you Stay humble. Stay humble. Stay humble. <laughs> um, that's crazy. Yeah, I think for me, it's like um, in my early years, I I like to draw a lot. Okay. So, actually, during one period, I was thinking about uh, I was thinking about becoming a uh, just drawing like comic books. Okay. For a living, whatever. Yeah. And I actually did that for a little bit, and I realized I wasn't talented. I was, you know, I was. I was okay, you know, oh. but it takes a lot of effort and not necessarily I love putting all this effort in for yeah. some reason. I, th- I think it's, it's very draining to my brain. Mm-hmm. And so, like, I just, I give up. But then, like, there's, like, one period that I was, like, completely, there's one period of my life I was just, like, fuck liberal arts. <laughs> just, like, fuck that. I'm learning numbers. I'm learning how to do calculations. Yeah. See, I was, I always liked um, math and science just because it was, like, Really? So first, it was just math, just because I was good at it, and Same, it felt, it felt good. good it, it felt good getting hundreds know, on tests all the time. Yeah, but, just um, keep on doing it. Yeah. Eventually, like when I really got into like science, it was like, wait a second, like these numbers have meaning. You know, implications. Like, they're not, they're implications. Not just things. Yeah. It's like I can now calculate things Absolutely. with that, and you know, it has yeah. an application, yeah. which is like the most important thing. And um, yeah. So I had this one period. It's like I just fuck the bars, and then I think it was I don't know if it's high school or college. I was at this one museum. I was looking at this painting. I don't remember what it is. I was just like, fuck, that woman's beautiful. <laughs> I was just looking at her. I was like, there's no fucking way. Like, <laughs> she's just so beautiful. She's like way too beautiful. Like, it's mm-hmm. insane. Like, the angle was perfect. I forgot who, who she was. I really forgot what she was. Like, um, I forgot the uh, the artist. I forgot like mm-hmm. what museum and everything. Yeah. But just like w- once. The one glance was just like, yeah, this is it. This is yeah. it. And then after that, I dig more into it. You know, I look at the history um, behind all the arts, you know, mm-hmm. how art's being involved and everything. I, just, I fell in love with it. Hmm. I think painting, I'm really good with like, I should say I'm really good. I'm like, I prefer looking at it with mm-hmm. my eyes. Yeah. And, bro, I don't know. It's I, I think it just, that opened up like another dimension. Yeah. That, that painting. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know if I've 
looked at a painting. Have you ever felt that? It's just like you looked up something. Like this doesn't have to be a woman or something, you know? No. It can be like an apple. But like yeah. just the way, the texture, the um, the angle, like how I feel like the color sometimes it can bring artists like emotion mm-hmm. of like how he was like drawing the thing no. to yeah, I to the s- audience. I can see how people uh, could feel that. Okay. I just I, I never felt it. Like I went to the museum um, when I went to Amsterdam with my friend. We went to the Modern Art Museum they had there. Sure. And the entire time Dude, that I was must there, be super sick. That must be super <laughs> sick. <laughs> the entire time I was there, I just fucking uh, I just shat on everything. I'm sorry. I'm like I'm like what does this mean? I'm like that really? that is a painting of this is a a blue bar but and this is a slightly less shaded blue bar over here what does this mean i don't know i don't really get modern arts i don't really get modern arts that's the thing that's the thing i still try to figure that out i don't get emotion i think i really think that modern world is very chaotic Mm -hmm. and okay that's just my my view on this okay so like i think a really good artist they're a really good artist they're like he or she is very chaotic in her own mind, right? Yeah. Or or he's mine, and like, she's trying to put all of this emotion out on the paper, and yeah. I think us we're like very kind of organized because we are engineers, you know. Yeah, yeah. And sometimes when we having this organized structure mind, looking at a chaotic world, we try to avoid it. We yeah. try to be like, I don't understand this fucking bullshit. You know, yeah. my family's fine. I have nothing going on. You know? like, yeah, everything's fine. Like. Yeah, that's all. I mean. And those artists, they probably have some issues. They definitely have some issues. They definitely have some issues. And that's why they put all this emotion, you know, and translated into the painting, which we don't understand because we can't relate. We don't have the experience. That's another reason why I like music, too, is because there's a structure to it. Ah. You, can, you can listen behind it. It's like, this chord goes with this chord nicely. And it's like, you can you can make music chaotic, but there's still a structure behind it, you know? Very subtle. It's yeah, there's really subtle. subtle. Because if you just have... If you have music that has zero structure behind it, it's gonna sound like crap. It's probably gonna sound like shit. And no one, no one's gonna enjoy it. It's just gonna sound like because it won't. You, there's no common ground. There's no common yeah. ground with other masterpiece and how you're gonna relate to good or bad music. You know. Yeah. So it's always like there has to be some sort of structure into it, which I, I kind of like. But it's still free. You can still like structure and cha- structure and chaos. They should have a right balance, and then you have a great art. That's how. What's well, the yin yang? Great art. Yeah. The yin yang, the told Taoist philosophy. Taoist philosophy, bro. Fuck. Oh, now we go back to philosophy again. It came full circle, you know. Dude, yeah. Back oh, back at it. <laughs> Shit. So in Amsterdam, did you go do anything fun? Like, what? What was your experience? Like, I mean, besides going to the art museum, which you don't really enjoy. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we we walked around. We had, you know. I uh, went to the bars and stuff there. It was fun. Yeah. Went to uh, Belgium for a day. And, uh, Belgium was pretty good, dude. They had some bomb-ass waffles. I want to tell you that. Yeah, <laughs> All right, they had some yeah. bomb-ass waffles. That's what they're known for. Yeah. That's what they're known for. How do you like the people? Um, They were nice. It was like, uh, the hardest thing for me is... with any locals? Or? Oh, yeah, of course. The hardest thing for me, though, is just I kind of felt really bad. Because... How come? I would, for some reason, whenever I go to a foreign country, I always feel bad, like, I don't know their language. But at the same time, like, a lot of people, like, pretty much everyone there spoke English. Mm. And it's like, <laughs> I don't know why, like, even when I go to, like, uh, if I go to, like, the Caribbean or something, and, like, if I, I go to, like, a restaurant, and if a waiter talks to me in English, like, even though I know Spanish, yeah. I just, I like, a, I'd probably, I would say, like, a, 
I would say I'm like a six and a half out of ten. With sure, sure. So I could I could hold a conversation pretty That's easily. That's good. That's pretty good. Yeah. That's pretty good for Spanish. Yeah. Um, so I just like if they speak to me in English, I'm gonna talk to them in English. If they teach talk to me in Spanish, I would love to talk to them in Spanish. But like, they're probably roasting in Spanish, dog. <laughs> I can understand them. <laughs> I can understand. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, I think English is definitely pretty, pretty widespread. It is. It is. But I also I. That's why I always feel like um, you don't deserve it. You don't deserve to. Well, no. I, is it that? Or? I always feel like uh, I always felt like Spanish was another language that I should learn because like I'm, I, I'm I would Spanish, love to learn Spanish, so. bro. Like, learn it really well. I really want to learn it really well. Yeah, I always try to ask my mom to help me because she knows she's fluent. Oh, so, she, okay. Yeah, because my both my grandparents were born in Spain, so ah. she grew up and they spoke Spanish in the house. Ah. So it's like yeah. Ah, um, oh, dude, you should. Yeah, six point five is bad. It's like without six, background. I would yeah, give six point five is bad. I would give Come myself on. a six point five to seven. I'm a harsh critic. I'm a harsh okay. self critic okay, in, right. in all walks of, okay. in all manners. I'm a very harsh critic. Right. We all are though. We all are. Yeah, I mean that's how I better myself. You know, because yeah. I taught myself. Oh, you know, you crap. You gotta at push this. yourself. You gotta push exactly. yourself sometimes. Like I was talking to this one guy. I was at a yeah. party one time, and he was like, "I wake up every morning, look in the mirror, and say, I deserve this.'" It's kind like, of bullshit, bro. That's kind of bullshit. I'm it's, like, I'm like, dude, you don't deserve shit. You don't deserve shit. The world you doesn't, doesn't do shit. <laughs> the world doesn't owe you anything. That's true. You gotta go get it. You know exactly. You, you have go to get it. You gotta really put in the work. Exactly, and you're not. If you tell yourself like, okay, like you can tell yourself, yeah, like I'm good, like like let's go. But like, yeah. if if you tell yourself like, oh yeah, like I'm awesome. It's just like, where do you go from there? It's like, if you're already... You're awesome. Why are you even here? Like, <laughs> Yeah. Why are you making yourself... You can't make yourself better from there. Yeah. So it's like, that's why I believe like... It's a constant what? struggle. That makes life perfect. That gives life a little bit of meaning. Yeah. Just knowing this thing is really hard to get, but I'm going to fucking get it. Yeah, exactly. Like, you got to yeah. have that motivation. You got to... Yeah. It's all about self-motivation too. Don't get it from other people. Yeah. Yeah, true. You got to want to do something. And it's hard. That's why I always like actually just start following like um, it's always like just try to do like a small thing at the beginning of the day. You know, it's like it's hard to get out of bed. It's like just make do, your bed. Just make your bed. Make your bed. That's something like I always try to make like a list now of things to do. Or it's like I just have to do this one thing, like take the trash upstairs or something like that. It's like just do one thing, and know that I, I love doing that because like I I usually put a lot of shit on my calendar mm-hmm. and, and and stuff. So like I I enjoy the feeling that I accomplished something. I cross that shit off. And even I delete that event. That was just like, nice. I did it. The you know? best part about it is, uh, I mean, I kind of take it from uh, Jordan Peterson a little here, but he was. Uh, he's a great guy. He's a great he's a, guy. He's a thought, uh, thought-provoking guy, dude. He is, and he was talking about um, national treasure. He was. <laughs> um, he was talking about uh, how like college students like how you don't maximize your time. It's like you watch youtube for four hours and then you feel bad about watching youtube for four hours because you didn't get anything done but he was like look if you just make a schedule and just you don't even have to stick to it it's not like some rigid thing it's like even i never you, stick to my schedule i always hit like, life is all about changes yeah dude. even if you miss it even if you miss say like like 50 percent of the things yeah that's fine and for 51 percent the next week and you're already more efficient and for Ooh. then in for 60 it's like a small steps like it's all about ma- maximizing your efficiency it's really interesting because Always we, I am really high. Like I usually, if I want to do something, mm-hmm. I aim really fucking high. Mm-hmm. But also, I give myself a little bit of relaxation, knowing that I can pro- I probably won't hit it, mm-hmm. but I will be very close to the target. Yeah, I'm aiming for a hundred, 
but usually I'll get it like a 90. Yeah, I mean, I always think about that, like, in the way of tests, too. It's like, yeah. you're coming in, like, if you're coming in and saying, oh, like, the best I could do is, like, an 80, it's like, no, you should come into the test with saying, all right, the best I can do is 100. And then as you go through the test, you're, you're like, like, all oh, right. fuck this. You're like, all right. All right, there's there goes my 10% right there. <laughs> like, all right, dynamics blows. Dynamics <laughs> and then, blows, bro. And then that's it. <laughs> oh. What's the average, like, like 60, I heard? Uh, I have no idea. I think the last test was, like, a 74, I want to say, was the average. But it's uh that class is terrible because it's like we already learned this stuff in physics, but now you're just adding vectors to it, and it's like wow, this is it blows. This gets difficult now. <laughs> Engineering, bro, it kills you. It does slowly. Yeah, it's not fast. Slowly, yet. it's, it's not. Yeah, a, it's a slow. It's a slow process. At first, fresh. I, re- I do. I really think it just like, it changes my mind. It changes how my how, how my mind works. It changes how I think. I was last time I was driving home, I was thinking about the friction forces on my car. You are fucking serious. <laughs> I was like, what the Whoa. fuck? Whoa. I was bored. And I was like, Whoa. yo. I'm like, yo. Chill, uh, dude. Like what how much force my brakes are applying right now. <laughs> I'm like, wow. Speaking of that, I did that too. It's like when I hit the brake, uh-huh. I was like, I was trying to figure out what's going on with the transmission there. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like if I hit it, so like how much I need to hit it, like how much how much force I need to press down to, to break your transmission? To, no, no, to like, to like, ra- like relative to like the actual break. Do you know what I'm saying? Like how much force I press down? Mm-hmm. Oh, it's, it's how much? Because the levers, because the, the levers, because yeah. the levers. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm trying to figure out the ratio. I'm trying to, every single time I'm trying to figure out the sweet spot. Like it's gonna break it, and this is gonna hurt my car, and it's gonna be perfect. <laughs> oh, s- stress me out. And like, engineering makes me very introverted too, in a way. Makes me more introverted than ever. I feel in like my it, life. I feel like it life. makes me condescending sometimes. Like not not on Same. purpose. Not Same. on purpose. I'm just like, like, oh yeah, I'm an engineer, and they're like, oh, so you must be really smart, and like, uh, yeah, uh, yeah. So. yeah. But so, I'm like, if you go to you. my, I'm like, if you go to my classes, there's people that are way fucking smarter than me. Yeah. That's why I'm like. Gotta stay humble. Just so I just gotta stay humble. Exactly. I think also like when it comes do hard to shit like, and stay humble. That's what it is. I think when it comes to things, especially like engineering and like STEM fields, it's not about being the smartest. It's about being. Someone that can communicate. Because oh. a lot of times, if you like those really smart engineers, a lot of times they don't know. They, they can't communicate. They can't hold a conversation. They can't. No. And and that's that's one thing that'll put you ahead. It's like being able to hold. And a I really think just the nature of the materials um, within the engineering field, like what we're learning, mm-hmm. it slowly kills our communication skill. Slowly kills. Well, cause I have a feeling because like. Remember freshman year, dude? I was way outspoken than now. I think. I think. Yeah. I really think so. It just it's slowly killing me. It just it's slowly slowly killing. Me. Well, because I think part of it's too is it's more. I feel like there's more insecurity that comes with it. Because mm. freshman year, like I was like I was so confident. I came out of high school. Like I was coming out of high school. I had all A's. All my classes, AP classes. Wow, smart guy. I here. was coming in, <laughs> and then I like go to Chem One Ten, and I'm just like, wow. This, this fuck blows. blows. <laughs> <laughs> I hate that class, dude. Dude, it was terrible. We had a great, can. great professor though. Yeah. Uh, Friends of Frank, Franklin. Frank, yeah. Is it Frank? Yeah, Frank, yeah. yeah. Frank, Frank Dorman. Dorman. Great guy. Dude, great he guy. bumped up my uh, my I think as a C plus well, grade to a B or something. Didn't the, I thought the class got curved a little bit. Oh really? I thought so. I oh, that's why probably. I got. Oh no no no! Not not a C plus. No no no! no. I'm not that bad. Oh, it wasn't that bad. Um, it was a B minus. Yeah, I think the class got like curved somewhat because it was like I don't know because it was terrible. Yeah. 
Yeah, sucked, dude. Sucks, dude. I was like, I was glad too. Like, I, all I had to do was like just take chem. Like, chem went ten, and said, I'm done with chemistry. I'm done with chemistry forever, dude. That's it. That's it for me. I think I'm done with science and everything else with my life, dude. After graduation, I'm done. You're not gonna go into engineering field? Fuck that. No, no, no. Um. Okay. No offense to anybody that wants to go into engineering field. Okay. <laughs> I think it's a great occupation. I think uh-huh. it's a great career to go into. Yeah, yeah. I think it has lots of possibilities. It really, it's very, it will do some contribution to our society. Mm-hmm. One way or another. Building more bridges, more efficient bridges, yeah. or yeah. do whatever, right? However, that's just not what I wanted. I feel yeah. like in my mind, like what I said before, like I was thinking about being able to draw like comic books later in my life yeah, to yeah. support myself. And then I did it for like three months or so. And I feel like this fucking sucks. Mm-hmm. Right, so I think after four years of engineering school, yeah, I think I reached my limit. I reached my natural like again. We're talking about limits, right? Uh-huh. I recognize there's a limit, and I think I'm slowly approaching the limit. Mm-hmm. If I push a little bit more, it's just not that efficient. I'd rather yeah. go explore like somewhere else yeah. and maximize somewhere else. Well, I mean, it's all just about having the ability to adapt. To yeah, different things you know, yeah. um, and knowing like when to push it. Mm-hmm. When to back off? Yeah, because some it's things you're really, not going to be that great at. It's yeah. fine. Like the world, the world is a series of puzzles, and you can't solve all of them. That's so like there's there's a lot of things yeah. you just can't. Um, you know, I don't know. Do. I might go into arts, dude. I really love arts more and more. I more and more appreciate arts. Well, maybe yeah. you'll go on. A, I don't know. If you don't do that, if you still do economics, you just go on Wall Street. <laughs> Come an analyst. Nah, dude, it's just too easy, dude. Too easy. Uh, too easy, dude. Uh, so Playing with numbers, dude. So it's way too. Engineering, engineering, too, too hard. Economics, too easy. Like I think, it's some. <laughs> um, I think economics is within the same field of engineering. It's very analytically. It's very. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? It, yeah, it requires cool. to be very analytical. It requires you to be very professional, very exact on the point, mm-hmm. very punctual, logical. Yeah. But arts are very different, dude. No, it's, it's all, all about chaotic. Special. It's all about. How are you gonna break this thing? How are you gonna make this drawing more wild, yeah. more provocative? Yeah, I mean, like you know, looking at before modern arts, it, it's uh, it's very structured. Like Renaissance is very structured. It's yeah. all the perspectives, you know. Yeah, it's yeah. all about right on the point, right on the money. Okay, mm-hmm. and then slowly Picasso came over. just like fuck this. I'm gonna draw a nose like a fucking square. I don't give a shit. Yeah, you know yeah. that kind of changed things a little bit. I'm not necessarily saying which one is better, which one's mm-hmm. worse. I'm just saying it's because of this like destroy like this nature of destroying the previous tradition that makes art really fascinating to me. Okay. Because you're constantly changing it. I find constant it literature. Literature. Yeah. Oh, same thing with literature too. Like I find like if you read like older. Literature, there's always like like Shakespearean plays. There's always like very uh, structure, structure very chapters, chapters. You, yeah. If you read something like uh, like a Hemingway, like Sun Also Rises, if you read that, it's like not. He always he uses a very he uses the same style. I like the Hemingway style because it's very short and concise. But at the same time, there's a lot of emotion in their short and concise words, which is something you don't like generally see. You would see because he grew up as a he would write for a paper and they're like use short concise sentences so people know what the fuck you're talking about right but then he was able to become a writer and he was able to put these uh put his emotions put his feelings into these short concise sentences meanwhile with like if you read someone like Ayn Rand which I know is like two different 
Yeah. Like, two different, like, areas of literature completely. But um, Ayn Rand, like, she'll just drone on for, like, pages. The Fountainhead's, like, a 600-page book. I Bro, I'm still working on it. I'm still working on it. <laughs> it sucks, I'm still right? working on it. I remember I had to... It's been, uh, it's been four months, I think. Yeah, I had to read that shit in high school for, like... I think it was, like... Um, a school year? No. We had to read 13 books that year, and that was one of them. We read, 13 books? We read Fountainhead in two months. I had to read it. Dude, I was, that's I'm a way, slow reader. I'm a, I'm a, I'm extremely slow. So dude. I used to. My mom was always like, "Oh, you never do homework in high school." I'm like, "Yeah, I would tell her I have no homework because I'm not gonna tell her like the six things I have to do for homework." That's, just <laughs> that's just like, silly. She's like, "You're just playing video games in your room." I'm like, no, mom. I read The Fountainhead for four hours every day for two months. Like that was some. Like it took me four hours to read like two chapters. And the craziest thing is, this is kind of funny. At the end of the class. At the end of the like after every book would you write an essay, right? Yeah. I got uh, an eighty four on my essay, and my friend who didn't read the six hundred, he didn't even read one book of it. Probably. He got it. He got an eighty eight, and I'm like, bro, are you wow. kidding me? You got a better grade than me. I read this goddamn six hundred page book, four hours every day, wanted to kill myself, and. She's a really good author, though. She's really good. She She's is. She's a good writer. I think her views are kind of fucked up, but I don't. I don't you want to discuss about it? I mean, I think some of her views are kind of fucked up. Like what? Like, like, like when she was like, uh, like I'm fine with the objectivism, part of the objectivism thing where it's like, be humanistic, be like, be the best person you can be, you know, like don't, right. don't be fake like uh, the other, who, I forgot the other character was. It's, uh, his name Peter? Peter, Peter, is it K-E-A-T-I-N-G, Kenny? Yeah, something like that, yeah. yeah. All I know, he was like kind of like, he was the popular one, everyone liked him. He was him. a popular he, one, but he lost his soul. Yeah, he was doing things he didn't necessarily want to do, he just did it because people asked him to. Yeah. Muriel Work was the one that was just like, he was like, I'm doing it because I want to do it. Yeah. And he's like, if you don't like it, you can fuck off. Which yeah. I kind of I kind of like that aspect, but she also had like a lot of things where like, she would like come on like news airs. Dude, do you like, understand, do you remember the, the female character in the novel? Yeah. I don't know if I remember. Start with a D. Dominic? Yeah, I think so. Yeah? I don't know. I'm not, I'm not completely... I've worked like, dude, a lot of time. Dude, for me, it's like... Years. I, I would, like I, I'm still reading right now. I'm still reading that book, right? Uh-huh. I'm bad with like memorizing the characters' names. Okay. I always, like If the name is Jack, I remember him as J. Just like... <laughs> really? Yeah, just the first letter. Because like, I don't care about your name. You know I mean? Your name doesn't matter. Like Your name doesn't matter. Like, it's a novel. Like I don't know. There's only certain books where I memorize the characters pretty, pretty well. Cause like there's certain. It has books. to be vivid. It has to be vivid. Like it has to be stereotyping exactly where you behave is exactly what I'm thinking about that, that name. Well, also like um, if it's like an individual, like if it revolve, like usually of course they around revolve around a group, but if it's like like 1984, yeah, like you're always with Winston Smith. You're with him the entire time. You're like you don't you don't like he that's the the story just as him. Because, I mean, like, of course, like, you go to, like, different scenarios, but, like, of course, he's the main character. He's going to be in a lot of the scenes. But sometimes, like, in The Fountainhead, there's, like, chapters where it's just about Pete. And she's, like, yeah. just doing other things. Like, with this, though, it's, like, no, he is the character because he's the guy that's trying to rebel. You know? Interesting. So, so it's, like, things like that. Interesting. But, um, I don't know. I think it also depends if you like the book. Like, yeah, the I do. I love that book. I kinda, Definitely <laughs> top five. Definitely top five. Really? Hands down. Oh, yeah. Really? I just... I, like, I kind of... I love the struggle mm-hmm. in the book. I can understand that. The I struggle illustrated in the book. I'm a big fan of, uh, I like Hemingway. I like 1984. Um, no, yeah, it's a good book. 1984 is a really good book. Brave New World. Um, you ever read Brave New World? Yeah, it's it's complicated. I think 
if I read it now, it's a completely different feeling, I think. Because yeah. I, I read it when I was, like, very young in high school. Yeah, and I didn't give a fuck about literature at the time. I just think it's interesting because it's, uh, it's the exact opposite of 1984, like, the way the government controls people. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. They still control people. Because, yeah. you know, in 1984, they're like, all right, we're going to limit language. You're going to be... Um, like we're gonna control the kids so they'll like you know they'll, they'll spy on you they'll yeah. put you in if you do something against us but in Brave New World they're like here's a bunch of drugs go fuck just everyone fucking take it have a bunch of fun yeah but like if you don't like the drugs then it's like oh oh um you can die <laughs> it's like yeah. it's just shit like that it's like yeah no, 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 I remember yeah, destroying yeah. the family structure and um one way or another, we, we, we need structure. One way or another. Oh, yeah, there definitely has something. to be some structure. Sometimes it goes too far. Sometimes it goes too Sometimes far. People break. Sometimes, yeah. you know, you don't have that much and people lose themselves. Yeah. In, a cha- in, in the chaotic world. Yeah, that's what it is. Dude, we should definitely do another episode about literature and stuff. I would <laughs> love to talk about those. I feel like you, you definitely know more about literature than me. I did. I mean, I don't know. I had a really... My English teacher... Was great? I, I loved him and hated him my sophomore year of high school. Oh, that means he's good. That means yeah, he's good. Yeah, he was kind of... He was a dick sometimes, but... all in Condescending, reason. probably? He was condescending, yeah. As fuck. fuck but man. he was a good English teacher. And he's probably smart as fuck, too. He made, yeah, he used to make me, like... He would just, like, cross out things in your essay. Like, if you're, like... Like, he would just cross out a paragraph in his essay. And he'd be like, and you don't bullshit. need it. You're new. He's like, you don't need this. And I'm like, oh. And he's like... There's ten points. <laughs> like, oh, shit. Oh so he made me a better writer, but um, he was a nice guy. Savage. He, 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 yeah, he was just condescending sometimes, but for the right reasons, you know. That's chill. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, it's awesome. Um, thanks so much. How can people find you on social media or anything? I don't know. Instagram or Instagram. What's uh? Peter, what's your what's your username? Peter Dash Livingston ninety nine. <laughs> Livingston ninety nine. Okay. Yeah. All right. Cool. Um, do you have a Twitter? I do. I never use it. Honestly, I use okay. it. I use it for two reasons: to look at what Nihilist Arby's has posted, because I like that Twitter account, and to see whatever Neil deGrasse Tyson posted. Fuck. Because I love Neil deGrasse Tyson. So. Yeah. All right, dude. Sounds good. Yeah. Um. All right, dude. Thank you so much. Peace out, dude.